Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Westplex 107.1. We're good. Yes, we are. Yes. 614. Good morning. It's BS in the Morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Web address for the radio station. Uh, the ra- radio station. Radio station is westplex1071.com. Our address is bsinthemorning.show. And don't forget it. Man, I got a lot of stuff to talk about this morning. You do? Yeah. Crazy weird stuff that happened to me yesterday. And a couple reflections on frustration, frustrations of things that used to be here in St. Louis that aren't anymore. And they're trying to make people think they are. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. You know, it's sort of sad that uh, if you look at areas around the country, it, this is my observation. There's so many things... That it seems like, you know, like, for example, you hear about Atlanta, Atlanta, people can't, you know, people are flocking to Atlanta, Austin, you know, and if you look at our population statistics, which came out like uh, the 2020 census, the population just sort of stays the same. It just moves around. You know what I mean? That's because all roads lead back to the loop. Well, no, no. I mean, I mean, within the St. Louis area. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. You know, the city gets smaller. St. Charles County gets bigger. Jefferson County gets bigger. Even Franklin yeah. County gets bigger. St. Louis County is pretty much about the same, you know? And yet you hear these stories about, oh, there's average of... Uh, although, and it's interesting because, you know, do you know that the 2020 census for the first time in, like, in the history, like, since California's been a state, I think it's like 173 years, for the first time in the history of the state, it lost population? Lost population. Who, what, what's, what state was that? California. Oh yeah, it got. Well, I can see why. I mean, they've got her not hurricanes. They've well, got um, a lot of it's to the point where it's gotten very, very tough to live there. Earthquakes. That's it. Well, no, it's very. That's that's probably the least of it. It's it's expensive to live there. I um, heard that. Uh, you know, keep in mind that government. Some people would say the government's very oppressive. I mean, I think they're still all the other states. They still are under like COVID restrictions. I mean, like big time. It's it's not like wide open like it is like in Missouri now. There are no restrictions anymore. Even in St. Louis County, there's no restrictions anymore. But California still restrictions. I heard, I don't know if this is true or not, I heard that if you rent a one-way moving truck from, like, California to Texas, it's $3,000. But if you rent a one-way moving truck from Texas to California, it's $300. The reason being is that all the trucks are going you know, from California out to Texas, and they make it very, very, very cost uh, attractive for you to bring one back from Texas back to California. Get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I mean, I'm going like, how can that be? Anyway, we'll talk about that. And then one of my ex-co-workers was on the air at another radio station doing an interview, and there's a perfect example. I will tell the story next hour. There's a perfect example of good advertising and cause and effect but quite honestly uh the result for me was somewhat discouraging to be honest with you okay you want to expound on that a product that used to be made here in st louis uh, i didn't even realize at the time a guy that i worked with one of his great grandparents started a company here in st louis and um the company's well known and company was bought out by another company, and the product was killed. They bought the local company out, just essentially, 
the other company, big company, decided to kill market share. I'll tell you what it is next hour. And they just essentially... Sounds like uh, Anheuser-Busch. No, it's it's similar to that, but not necessarily. But uh, what's interesting is when I was listening to them, I thought to myself, I would like to have some of that product. And I went there and I looked at the label on the package and it's not made in St. Louis anymore. Even though they call it a local product, which was sort of dis- disappointing. You know? And then, and then I, this is crazy. And then I went a couple aisles over and I had the craving for another local product. And there was a sign actually on the shelf that talked about a St. Louis tradition since da 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 da. Okay? So I pick up the product and I look at where it's made. It's made in Florida. <laughs> so anyway, we'll talk about that next hour. Sort of disappointing. Disappointing kind of things. You know what I mean? I mean, I do. And I guess sometimes the thing that frustrates me is that we keep this radio station on the air, sometimes just barely, you know, by selling advertising and advertising clients, advertising their products, their services, and things like that. And I guess what's frustrating to me is, and I think you've had this experience as well, too, that sometimes clients want to paint their businesses in a light that isn't really the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They want to say they're the biggest and the best when actually they're the smallest and the worst. You know, I mean, not that's an extreme example. But, you know, it's one of those things where I think that if you're just honest with people, if you're somebody like Caleb who comes on and with humor says, hey, you know, I'll, I'll fix your shorts, extreme electrical. You know, people go like, hey, that guy's got a sense of humor. I bet she's probably a pretty good electrician. And they call the company and he, he gets business. And he They're keeps, excellent electricians. And he keeps advertising with us. You know, I mean, that kind of stuff. And not only that, it's the guy. You know, think about it. In St. Louis television, we used to have all these characters on TV. Steve Miserani, the Sliman Brothers, yep. Wanda, Wanda and Becky. You know, Do you all know the, that they have a shop out in uh, O'Fallon? Sliman Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, and they don't do, they don't do any advertising anymore. I mean, they, it's like the second gen... It's their kids. It's their kids that are running the, the operation now. And yeah. what they, this is what has been told to me. What they mainly do is they're mainly selling sort of like wholesale. They're, they're, they're selling. They're not doing a lot of retail. They're doing more of wholesale where they're selling to interior designers and people like that. They're selling to contractors who are you know putting houses in and that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's true or not. But, you know, once again, they used to be all over TV. Steve Miserani, yeah. all over TV, you know. I mean, yeah, he he was a St. Louis uh, celebrity. Yeah, I mean, you know, and just one, by his advertising, actually. And people went there because they knew they, you know, they had familiarity with you know the guy, you know, and our guys, you know, women, as in the case of Becky and Wanda, you know, the, and and man, they're gone. Everybody's gone. You know what happened to her? No. She lost all that weight, and yes, every, and she, everything changed. When she lost, I don't all, understand. When she lost all the weight, people didn't go yeah. there anymore. People didn't what? Didn't go there anymore. Huh. That's interesting. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. No, I, I don't think you're kidding. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, huh. she, they were growing like by leaps and bounds. They put a new they store. They were. They put a new store. She was in, on her, her magic carpet. For years and years and years. They put a new store in Washmo that didn't last but like a year. It was gone. Really? Yeah, it was there and gone. I mean, just, I don't even know, last of the year. And and then all of a sudden, the whole company disappeared. It's like, you know, and, and 
you know, I listen to all these different radio stations. And yesterday I was listening to another guy, Del Wamsley, you know, Wamsley, the guy who, you know, who I talked to on the phone, who talks, yep. who just can't diss Flarson enough, and in, even Ferguson. Um, he gave an interesting statistic. Family-owned businesses. Uh, the first generation is, are the pioneers. The second gener- generation are the, the maintainers. And the third generation are the destroyers. Okay. He said most family businesses yeah, are. I can, I can actually are, see that. Dis- so the first generation are fobs. Right. They're they're the ones that the pioneers. They're the ones that you know like you know f- you know charted this territory and 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 did great things and you know started with a dream and ended up with a big company. The second generation are like the maintainers. They come in and essentially say, okay, mom and dad did a great job with this business. We got to keep it moving, and they really don't change that much. You know, they 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 sort of keep you know, the same core business, but the third generation, eh, you know, you know, great granddad and great grandma, you know what? We don't give a poop about them. We're just going to suck this thing dry and move on to something else. And I'm, I'm exaggerating when I say that, but that's unfortunately what happens a lot of times. And you see that, you see that. I mean, look at like, like, and it's not necessarily, it's pretty much the third generation, but like what happened with Anheuser-Busch, Augie Bush, the fourth, you know, I mean, you know, you know, ask anybody who worked there. He blew the company up. He destroyed it. Wasn't he the naughty one? Yeah, yeah. He's he's been in trouble. Matter of fact, he's had several a misspent youth. Well, a misspent adult as well too. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, sometimes that's still let, a youth. Let's let's be honest. Youth. You know, he's he's had some interesting. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know if you know this or not. He was when he was in college. I think he went to Arizona State. When he was in college, he was involved in a in a car accident. Well, you know, he was driving his Corvette at like 110 miles an hour, almost as fast as Shelly drives. And, um, and, Hello. And had I'm, an, I'm here. And had an accident. And, he was ki- and she was killed. The woman was killed. And then um, way back when, if you remember this story or not, he was, the St. Louis City Police tried to pull him over for a traffic stop. And he went on, he evaded the police. You know, they, the police were in pursuit. And then, I don't know, it was about, what, six, seven, eight years ago, that woman who was like his girlfriend at the time, uh, died of a of a, a drug overdose at his at his house in Huntley. You know, interesting interesting thing. And then he got in trouble for landing his helicopter over in Collinsville. Remember that weird story? Yeah, I do actually. He had his dogs with him. Yes, uh, his dogs and a and a and his and and a woman who who some people claim is his wife, but yet <laughs> nobody can prove that they're married. And then he had like uh, the, the he landed his helicopter like in the in the parking lot of a medical center or something like that, and. And people thought that he did it dangerously, and he he's going to a doctor over there. And then the police came and impounded his helicopter, and then they searched the helicopter. There were like 20 guns in the helicopter. I mean, it's, it's bizarre, weird stuff. You know, it's like, okay, that's what happens. We've got lots of money, you know? That is a true statement. Yeah. There is no, more truth in that statement than well, you will ever know. You know, it's I. here's the thing. And I've experienced. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, yes, well, sir, I, I do. I've experienced. To, Put your hands behind your back. I've experienced to a certain extent with people that I've dealt through the through the years who've like been in family businesses, and I think what it comes down to is that if you were like the founder of a business, you know what it took to get you there. If it was, if it turned, if it's turned into a successful business, you know how hard you had to work to get that business up and running. And the second generation, the kids see what mom and dad put into that business how they you know just killed themselves to grow that business and the third generation have no idea nor do they care 
You know, they're just like, hey, man, it's like a printing press and it prints money. Let's just keep that thing rolling along, you know, and they destroy it. But anyway, that's a whole other story. We'll talk about that later. I'm here. It's seven. It's I'm sorry. It's 626. Westplex 107.1. That song is so 2021. You know, women it is. It's kind of um, mysterious. Well, because women don't like bad boys anymore. They like bad girls instead. See <laughs> why why have a bad boy? Okay, Brad. <laughs> That's what the song is about. Why have a bad boy when you can have a bad girl? I mean, you know, listen to the lyrics. That's what she's saying. Bad boys. See, bad boys. sometimes I don't listen to the lyrics. Sometimes yeah. it's it's more of the beat and the tempo and, well, and the uh, acoustics. I like, that I like the song that really... way. No, I hear you, but that's what she's saying. She's essentially saying, you know, she's sworn off boys and she's going to girls. Which, well, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah, because bad boys, bad boys are no good. You know, they're no fun. They they don't want. She said, "Bad boys, bad boys." Here, hold on, man. Here, here. I've, I'll 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 find the. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. Right, let me let me. That's not the song, is Bad it? boys. They uh. Lyrics and oh, you like the video? I gather. No, I haven't. I haven't seen the video on that. Uh, really? Through. No, that surprises me. L y r i c s. Um, I was gonna. Why I was looking for this to come up? Bad girls. Um, hold on a minute. Holding. Lying in the dark and we ride forever. Fooling, feeling so high. Down regular, going down together. Down free shots at the bar from the guy in the leather. Cheers to the night that we won't remember now. Uh, and then the refrain is, bad girls, bad girls, need a bad girl, because the bad boys just don't cut it. We got, they want, we got what they want, what they want. They can look, but they can't just touch it. Bad girl, need a bad girl, because the bad boys just don't cut it. We're always up to no good, doing what they wish they could. I said, do it like all around the clock. Got boys lining up all around the block. Uh-huh. Lighting up flares in the parking lot. If we're going to live, give it all we got. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Nothing you could do. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Did I do well with that? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 I, no, I sound like Count Kamala Harris. <laughs> oh, she's, well, she, get this. There's another. I'm telling you, this is getting to the point where, where what's sort of interesting about it, let's be honest. Most of the press is Democrats, and most of the and when when Trump was in office, they just went after him relentlessly. You know, and like yes, they did. Perfect example was a couple weeks ago. Uh, Biden was someplace eating an ice cream cone, and all the press were going, "Hey, Mr. President, what what flavor do you have? What flavor do you have?" And I joked about the fact that if it would have been Trump, the press would have gone, "Are are you are you shouldn't be eating that? You're going to be too heavy. You're going to be, you know, you're you're going to, you know, you're you're putting on too much weight. And by the way, did you steal that ice cream cone? Did you pay for it? You know what I mean? You know that's probably the difference in the press. So yesterday, she's doing an interview with Univision, the real Univision reporter, not the fake Univision reporter, which happened at the press conference. You know that story in Mexico, which is sort of interesting, um, and. She gets ticked at the answer, the 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 uh, the interviewer Questions. because the like, lady's asking her when she's going to go to the border. I mean, you know, once again, it's like I don't understand what's going on with the president and the vice president. If you put somebody in charge of something and they never go there, it would be like if I said to you, 
hey, Shelly, we need to we need to get business from uh, the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce. And why don't you go over to the O'Fallon office? It's over there on on uh, on uh, you know uh, what road is that? Brian Road. They're over there in Brian Road, and go talk to the people who are in charge and see how what it's going to take for us to get into the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce and start you know hanging out with the businesses. And a month later, I said, hey, Shelly, how are we doing on that O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce? Well, I haven't been there yet. What do you mean you haven't been there yet? Well, I've been sort of busy. Well, you know, and, and what do you mean you've been busy? Well, you know, it's way over there in O'Fallon. Yeah, it's like only about 10-minute drive from your house. And I bet you you probably, you know, if you're going out, you know, I-70, like if you're going out to Wentzville, if you've been out to Wentzville, oh, yeah, I've been to Wentzville a bunch of times. Well, when you're heading out to Wentzville, just get off that Bryan Road, got about a, about a mile south. Oh, I've just been too busy. You know, you go like, okay, what the hell's going on? You know? <laughs> Are you purposely repeating our conversation on? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it wasn't with the O'Fallon Chamber, but it was on many other things. I so just, I don't. Thank see, you for calling me out. Ooh, that bus feels good. I don't. I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why. You know, I mean, once again, it's to me, it's like, okay, I don't get it. It's like, for example, I know someone. There's a story. You know who Charlie Kirk is? No. Okay, Charlie Kirk is a he's I think he does a radio show, but he's he's like a, a political commentator. He's a young guy, sort of investigative journalist kind of guy. And and Oh, um, his journalist degree is is worth something. I don't think he has a degree though. I don't think he's a, a, a real See, that's the problem. You don't have to be a degree, have a degree. You just all of a sudden wake up one morning. I'm a journalist. That's the whole problem nowadays. Uh anyway, um, that's okay. That's funny because I woke up and said, I'm going to be a co-host. <laughs> you did, and we did it. So, and it <laughs> yes, worked out we real did. well. Yeah, so, so, so anyway, there's a video of him in Scottsdale, Arizona, okay? Now, I know somebody who lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I called this person yesterday. And the video is him. He starts out in the parking lot of a Hampton Inn, and he's walking. He's walking with his phone doing like a selfie video. Hey, I'm here in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm here in a hotel and, you know, it's Hampton Inns, you know, pretty nice hotel if you guys did in Hampton. You know, they're nice hotels, you know, nothing fancy, but they're nice hotels. And he walks down the street and he's talking like, you know, you're never going to be, you know, I'm not going to believe what our government's doing. Our government is renting hotels for the immigrants. The people come across the border. They've got a whole hotel. So he walks down the block and then he shows this really nice hotel across the street, which has been barricaded off. It's got the Jersey barrier, you know, the portable Jersey yep, barriers yep, yep. in the entrance and stuff like that. And there's like a guard at the at the front of the hotel. You can't get into okay. the parking lot anymore. And he says he's done his Freedom of Information Act, and the federal government has rented that hotel. They're paying, are you ready for this, $386 per night per room to rent the hotel, and they've got people that come across the border, all the illegals that came across the border. They're in the hotel. They're putting them up in the hotel. And I'm going like, now, hold on a minute now. So I call up this friend of mine who used to live or, or actually still has a place, I believe, in near Scottsdale. And once again, Scottsdale, Arizona is like the Ladue of Phoenix, okay? It's where all the rich people live. It's it's like the high-rent district. It's like, it's like Ladue, Frontenac, Chesterfield, places like that, okay? This is not like Berkeley or, you know, or like, you know, like by the airport. It's not like... Like, uh, you know, and I'm not trying, it's not like Kinlock or it's not like, you know, even like Ferguson or Florissant. It's like the high, the high rent district. Okay. 
And and sure enough, he's got these documents that show, and it was a no bid contract, and they're paying like this contracts like for like forty nine or eighty nine million dollars, and it's this hotel and a couple other hotels in the Phoenix area where, as the people come across the border, they don't have any room for them anymore. They put them up in these hotels, and they get three square meals a day. They get food in the whole bid. And I'm going like, now hold on a minute. Now the deal is they can't leave the hotel. That's why the, the parking lot's got barriers in it. That's why there's guards, because nobody can come in and nobody can come out. It's like, it's like Hotel California. Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can check out any time you want, but you can't leave. You know? so, and I'm going like, okay, now hold on a minute now. I, in my life, I don't think I have ever stayed in a hotel room that cost me $386 a night. You know, I mean, I'm the guy that when I did work for, for Learfield... The CEO, or the guy who was the, the, the CFO, the chief financial officer, he loved me because when I turn in my financial reports, you know, my travel reports, I was staying in a hotel in Des Moines when I used to do work in Des Moines all the time. I was staying in a hotel that cost me $29 a night. And there was one of the guys in the company who was staying in suites that cost $500 a night. You know, and that was his deal. I won't stay in anything. I won't just stay in some flea bag hotel. I have to stay in a suite. And he had to have like $500 a night hotel rooms. And me, I'm going like, hey, 30 bucks a night. You know, I get a free Danish in the morning at the at the breakfast bar. You know, I'm like, I'm happy. You know, I mean, it's, and, and that was, I, I told you, I, that was the place down the street from the movie theater where I used to go down to the movie theater and go, any, meeny, miny, mo. And that's how I saw these great movies because I just go down and see movies. I didn't even know what the hell they were. That's how I saw. <laughs> as long as they looked like a chick flick, you were no, golden. No, no, I just would go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I, you know, like it was eight. I think there were eight screens there, and I just go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. His movie I want to see tonight, and that's how I saw one of my all-time favorite movies, Gross Point Blank. How I saw the Full Monty, you know, which once again yes. I couldn't understand what the hell they were saying. There were a couple other movies I saw there as well too. So that was my that was my night. So I would turn in an expense report. You know, by the time taxes and stuff like like got put on the bill, it was like you know thirty eight bucks. Plus, I, you don't. You don't, um, I don't drink. Dr- I don't so. drink. You know, I go to the movies, and I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't even put the movies down. I wouldn't even. You know, I wouldn't put the movies down in my entertainment because they gave me entertainment allowance. I didn't even use that. I didn't. You know, every every once in a while, I'd take a client out to dinner or something like that. But you know, it wasn't like I was. You know, buying wasn't like. Uh, you remember that guy? The guy who used to run. Remember the Savis Company used to be here in St. I Louis. I do. And and Savis Center. You know, anyway, there was a computer yes. company. It's out right there, Highway 40 and 141. Now it's the. It lo- is. You know, they just need to put the sign on that building. They need to put it on there with Velcro. You know, because it keeps changing. You know, it used to be. What? Same with the amphitheater. Yeah, Phelps, and then it was something else, and then it was, and then it was uh, uh, Savis, and then it was CenturyLink. Now it's now it's Lumen. It's like okay. What's it going to be next? You know, just take that sign and just pull it off with Velcro. Anyway, if you remember, that guy was the CEO of that company, entertained some, some clients in, in, I think it was in New York, and took them to a strip club, and the bill on his American Express card was like $110,000 for one night. I'm going like, okay, no wonder our bill with Savas is so expensive because the CEO's spending $110,000, you know, for a bunch of clients at a strip club in New York City. You know what I mean? What the hell's going on with that? But what do I know? Anyway, I'll talk about my two phone scams from yesterday. God, I'm telling you. You had two phone scams? Oh, my God. I'm, Did you do your norm? Oh, my God. I had the one guy going. I had I had Bob from China going you know, around in circles. 
you know, to the point where I have to admit he was actually sort of a nice guy. I just screwing with him, you know. But but once again, he's a nice guy who's trying to scam me, you know. I mean, he's trying to get my credit card number. And what I do is when they do, God, God I could tell you the stories about these scams. I've gotten real good at have fun with these guys to the point where it's one of these things where you get the lady, the nice, you know, American lady. Hi, this is this is this is Jenny. Yeah, I know how tough it is to to you know survive and. Things have gotten so tight with the economy. And, you know, here at XYZ Company, we're always trying to help you save money on your credit cards. We can get your credit card interest rate down to close to nothing. Matter of fact, in some cases, we've been able to completely eliminate interest charges on your credit card. If you'd like that to happen on your credit card, press 1. You press 1 and you get, huh, this is Bob. You know, like Mr. Chinaman Bob, you know, or Mr. You know, where he's from. And... What do they do? And they say, well, you know, they ask you all sorts of questions. Okay, can what's the last four digits of your social security number? They ask you all the questions that they need to scam you, you know, to steal your identity and the whole bit. And the, some people, oh, yeah, okay, my my birthday is so-and-so. My mom's maiden name is blah, blah, blah. I was born, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So I give them all this bogus stuff. And then I pull out one of my credit cards and I transpose the last four numbers. I give them because, you know, they can tell by the, there's, you know, the credit cards are set up. There's the first four numbers is, is who the, what kind of card it is. The second four numbers are who the processor is. And then the third four numbers is something else. And the last, the last four numbers are like your account number. Like essentially they're looking to make sure you give them a, a legitimate card number. You know, they can tell from the first, the first eight numbers. So I always transpose the last four numbers. So it does no good. And the guy keeps going, well, sir, I, I, you know, he's running my credit card. He's trying to he's trying to put stuff on my credit card, and I give him the wrong birthday, I give him the wrong expiration date, all that kind of stuff. And I mean, this guy was on the phone with me for like ten minutes. I'm going like, dude, you're not very good at this. You know, you'd realize I'm scamming you. Most guys would, you know, had have, have fy, you know, fy'd me if you know what I'm saying, because that's what they always do. They always cuss at you when they realize you're screwing with them, and then they hang they up on you. They do that, yes. You know, I don't do that. They do that. I mean, they, they F-Y me. You know what I'm saying? I do. They fi you? <laughs> well, they F-Y me. Anyway, 648. <laughs> Westplex 107.1, Justin Bieber, which a uh, great video for that, by the way. I'm telling you, that gets a, uh, a four and a half stars on my five-star video list. I'm telling you. it's like So a, it gets five doinks. Yeah. Well, yeah, hold on. Hold on, hold on. You know, I'm, I got to get it up. I don't have that up right now. Let me get it, I'm going to get the doink meter up. Uh, where is it? It's right there. It gets, yes, it gets, it gets this. Doink, 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 doink. <laughs> Five doinks. Okay. It's really a great video. It's, that is so funny. It's like a tearjerker video. And you don't know where it's going. Beginning of the video, it looks like Justin Bieber's this terrible guy. Turns out he's, at the end of the video, is this wonderful guy. He goes from being like a derelict, a criminal, to like the nicest guy in the world. And I know women are going like, oh, my God, I love that Justin Bieber hold on video. I wish he were my man. That's what they're saying. <laughs> it's amazing how you can get down right in the middle of a woman's psyche and know what she's thinking. And by the it's way. It's a gift, Brad. Well, I, I know a lot about women. For example, mm-hmm. you know, you ever see like a, a guy with a woman uh, who like, you know, like he changes the way he dresses let's say he gets married and let's say he starts meets a woman starts dating her and he dresses he dresses one way and all of a sudden starts dressing another way yes 
and sometimes he'll wear stuff that like you know before like he'd wear like you know like Hawaiian shirts and you know cut off shorts and flip flops and now he's like you know like uh, in a like a sweater vest <laughs> do you know the hand that rocks the crater rules the world women buy men a sweater vest to show that they've broken their spirit and a tie. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. Women buy man, men a sweater vest to show they've broken their spirit. Because if you wear a sweater vest. My daddy wore a sweater vest. <laughs> well, now I've, I've just figured and it out. And he was always you. very dapper, but he also wore Sansa belt. So. <laughs> I just figured it out for you. He wore a sweater vest because your mom broke his spirit. That's what it is. No, he wore a sweater vest way before my he met my mom. Well, <laughs> anyway. Uh, be nice. Be I, nice. I am being nice. What are you talking about? <laughs> you were going to say something snarky. I know you were. What, me say something snarky? Never, never in your wildest dreams would I have a dude like that. Oh, bye. Dude, I, seriously. I, 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 I talked about, I got two two scam calls yesterday one was the we're going to reduce your interest rate on your credit card the other one was i overpaid my sprint bill and they want to send me a refund but i have to give them my credit card number so they can apply my refund to my credit card number which is interesting because i don't pay my sprint bill with a credit card you know so to the point where like okay if you if you if i really did overpay my sprint bill and first off you're talking to a guy who gets his phone cut off all the time because <laughs> because I never pay my bill on time and I never overpay it. So, you know, I know it's a scam call from the get-go. So, so they're going to and you know, and once again, you know, a nice, "Hi, this is Jill from Sprint, and we've just checked your records and realized you overpaid your bill last month, and we want to give you that money back." Press one if you'd like that refund. You hit one, and you get you know you get Bob from from China again, you know, or Bob from India or something like that. And it's the Good same. Old Bob. It's the same deal. I'm going like you know they gotta be they gotta be making money off this. Otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? There's gotta be you know well, of it's, course they're playing the numbers. If they if they send out ten thousand of those calls a day, they're hitting on probably a hundred of them. You know they're probably doing one percent stuff like that, and then they're just scamming people. Just drives me nuts. You know I'm gonna call you up. Hi, Shelly, I know that you've overpaid everything that you've paid for in the last 10 years. Please give me your credit card number, and we'll refund everything you bought in the last 10 years. How's that? Think that would work? No. Okay. Because I haven't used the same credit card for the past 10 years. It, it doesn't matter. We can still refund everything in the last 10 years. <laughs> Thank you, Sheena. <laughs> okay. It's 658. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. It's 706. You like that song? BB, or otherwise known as Bleda Rexa. I do. Bleda Rexa, whatever her name is. That's a real name. It's not Anna, is it? <laughs> Anna Rexa. Oh, aren't you funny? Oh. Yeah, aren't you funny? Um, a lot of stuff to talk about this morning. First off, I heard something interesting yesterday. The teen, the teen unemployment rate is that it's at the lowest since 1953. The really? Teen, the teen unemployment rate. And get this, for teens in the last two months, pay has increased 20%. Did they get their $15? I don't, well, but you think about it, because there's all these places looking for people. So, you know, yeah. and I know some of the places have restrictions. You have to be 18. Like, for example, a friend of mine used if to... If they serve liquor? Well, no. A friend of mine used to work at, or uh, used to uh, manage church, uh, church's fried chicken stores. 
and there were certain things in the in the church's fried chicken they couldn't do unless they were 18. It had to do with like machinery, cutters, stuff like that. That you know, like cut up the chicken parts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't. You had to be 18. You couldn't be 16. And anyway, uh, so the lowest unemployment rate since 1953. That's like almost almost 70 years ago. Is that crazy? You know, and it's funny because you're these people. I talked to somebody yesterday. Well, a good friend of mine can't find a job. I said, can't find a job? Has this guy gotten in his car and driven for a mile? You know, you drive anywhere. It's like, oh, you see, help wanted, now hiring, hiring, help wanted, help wanted. It's like, how in the world can you not find a job? Well, he doesn't, he hasn't find a job that he likes. Yeah, same with me. I want a job where I pitch for the Cardinals, <laughs> oh, or I, I want to pitch for the Cardinals, or I want to I want to be I want to be uh, you know I want to be the secret, secret Service agent for for Joe Biden, or uh, let me think what else oh, I want to be uh, I want to be um, I want to be uh, Donald Trump's caddy. Those are the jobs I want. You know, I mean, see, I just want to be me. Well, oh, man, you know, frustrating to me. Uh, okay, a uh, couple other things. I have a solution. And What's the problem? I, well, the the problem is is I think I've re- rethought. You know, you know. I sometimes I change my opinions on things. You do. That yeah, is a true statement. I do. I I do like a one eighty. And some people say, "Well, you're a Democrat. You're a Republican." I think I throw people for a loop because you know they think they know me, and then I say, "Well, this is how I think about this." You know, to the point where like it's like. The thing with like abortion thing. If you know my true opinion on abortion, you wouldn't believe me. You'd go like, no, that's not how you really feel. Yep, it is exactly how I feel. I won't tell you that. Anyway, so I have the solution, and I've decided that when you think about the wall, what does a wall typically do? A wall typically keeps people on one side or the other, right? Correct. And remember Trump, when he got elected in 2016, his whole big thing was, we're going to build the wall. We're going to build the wall. And now I think he was wrong. And I think that what he should have been doing, he should have been saying, because a wall makes you not inclusive. A wall is like divisive. In other words, a wall is like to keep people on one side or the other. You know, like remember the Berlin Wall. You had, you know, you had Russia on one side and you had, you know, which was, you know, the communist country on one side. And you had the free, you know, the free Germany. You had East and West Germany. East was was communist and was totalitarian. And West was like, oh, hey, we love everybody. Things are great. So instead of building a wall on the Mexican border, we need to build a bridge. Think about it. Bridges are inclusive. If you want to go to Illinois, you get on a bridge, and a bridge takes you to Illinois. If, you know, so in other words, the whole idea is, and you use it sometimes in speech, we're going to build a bridge. We're going to build a bridge between uh, you know, like, uh, you know, two things, and we're going to reunite those. And here's the only thing. We should build a bridge from Mexico to Canada. And that way the people can just come across, you know, they, they, they'll, they'll come across the border, they get on the bridge, and they'll just keep going, and they'll end up in Canada. Okay. And that'll solve the whole immigration problem. They'll just, all of them will just, you know, go to and end up in Canada. And we won't have to deal I, with it anymore. I wonder why they don't go to Canada to begin with. Because Canada won't let them in. Canada's, you know, oh. you know, you know, United States has one of the most unbelievably lenient immigration and uh, in in the world. I mean, there's some. That's con- because we were the great melting pot. Yeah, but the problem is, once again, I mean, the, don't get me going on this. The hypocrisy of the whole thing You're is. You started it. No, no, but the hypocrisy of the whole thing is that that we have this. You know, you know, you got the president who's got his mask on, but yet 
these people can come across the border and they don't have any masks and we don't have any idea what their their shot record is you know or health care and stuff like that i was going to say chances are they're not inoculated what they don't have anything they don't have you know they probably don't have any kind of you know they don't have all the baby shots that you know all the kids get in the united states all the vaccines and you know measles and stuff like that i mean you know once again every once in a while you'll hear this story about like we eradicated tuberculosis tb every once in a while it comes back because it comes back from another country or something like that it's like this whole crazy thing with with the with the Corona nineteen virus. If you if you you know, and why do you get all these different strains? Because once again, you know, it's like the thing like they're talking about yesterday. I was uh, reading this tough, you know, th- stuff of talking about how how there's some corners of the country that uh, our country that people just aren't going to get the vaccine, and they're saying that that could be areas where new new variants of the vaccine of the of the virus comes out. Who knows? I mean, you know, we could talk about this all morning. Okay. I was listening yesterday to another radio station. And one of my old co-workers came on the air. His name is Patrick Murphy. And what's interesting, that's not his real name. His real name is Michael Murphy. Michael Murphy. And the reason he changed his name to Patrick is because at the time, the radio station I worked at, the original KSOQ, the news director was named Michael. And Patrick was the new news guy. And they didn't want to have two Michaels on the air. So they took... Michael Murphy and made him into Patrick Murphy. And you've probably, if you watch Channel 9, you'll know who Patrick Murphy is. He was on there for years and years and years. He's really a great guy. And he was a, he did a lot of, uh, of, you know, various shows on Channel 9 through the years, was on the auctions all the time, the whole bit. What's interesting is he came out with a documentary. He's written a book, and there's a documentary. They're promoting the fact it was on Channel 9 last night that his great grandfather, along with Mr. Switzer, started the Switzer Licorice Company. And they made licorice literally out of his house. His grandfather, as a young man, made licorice. He had an old recipe from Ireland that he made licorice in his kitchen at his house in, you know, in the dog patch area of, of, you know, uh, uh, of, you know, of South St. Louis. St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then they, they started, they rented a place, and long story made short, they ended up on the Laclede's Landing, okay? And the Switzer Licorice Company, so that was his great-grandfather, so that was, that would have been four generations ago, right? So if you're, if you're, you're if your son, your father, your grandfather, your great-grandfather, okay? So four generations. Yes. So he's, he's, yes. he's fourth generation, okay? And once again, we talked about this earlier, the third generation trashed it, okay? His grandfather started the company, his father you know, essentially took over the company. And then some of the, you know, then his, his, or no, his great-grandfather started the company. Then his grandfather took over the company. Then his father ran the company. And then, uh, and I, th- I think his father got bought out from the company by some of the other family members. And then they sold the company to uh, whatever it is. And they just closed the, closed it down. They just bought market share. They just closed it off. Now, the sad thing about it is I'm driving around and listening to this, and he's on 97.1, and they're talking about, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know this, this documentary is going to be in tonight. And he's trying to turn it into a movie because it's pretty interesting. There's a lot of weird history behind this fact that there's these Irish people came over from Ireland. And he told the story that the reason his great-grandfather got here was his great-grandfather was going to be executed. He, he oh, had, my. He had done something in Ireland, and he was in prison and escaped prison and got on a boat and came to the United States and changed his name. 
because he originally, I think he was, he was something else, and he changed his name to Murphy when he hit Ellis Island, so they couldn't track him anymore. So here's a guy who's a convicted felon from Ireland uh, who, who uh, uh, jumps on a boat, comes to the United States, starts, you know, comes to St. Louis, starts a company, which goes for three generations, then is sold. So they're talking about Switzer's licorice, and they're, and they're talking about it's back, and they've got the guy who's the CEO, and they're talking, oh, Switzer's licorice is so good. So they said it's available at limited locations in the St. Louis area, and one of the locations was Deerberg's. So I'm, I just happened to be driving down Mid Rivers Mall Drive, and I'm going like, you know what? I'm going to go to Deerberg's and get some licorice because it's one of those things like, man, I got the craving for that, that, that Switzer licorice, okay? So I get there, and it's really hard to find. Matter of fact, if you go to the one right there, I'll tell you right now. If you want to find it, and Deerberg's doesn't do any advertising with us, never has, probably never will either. Uh, it's funny, another company called, hey, we love to do people, do business with local companies. Yes, we're a locally owned radio station, and they do business with every radio station in town that's not local. You know, they do business with Odyssey, which is headquartered in Philadelphia. They do business with, with iHeart, which is headquartered in, 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 uh, in New York. They do business with... Uh, who's the other one? Uh, Hubbard, which is headquartered in Minnesota. Yes, the company that brags about doing business with local companies won't do any business with my local company, but that's a whole other story. So it's in aisle number three um, on the Deerbergs right there at Mid Rivers in 94, 364. And you got to look real hard because they only have like two kinds. Because the guy in the air, the guy who was the, the, the CEO of Switzer's, thought, we've got, we've got watermelon and we've got this and all this kind of licorice. So they just have red and black. So I buy a pack of the black licorice. And it wasn't bad. It was buck ninety nine, you know, for a fairly big, you know, a, not like a little candy bar kind of thing. But, I mean, you know, like had, I don't know, maybe 30 pieces of licorice in it. And you turn it over, it's not made in St. Louis. And it doesn't say where it's made, but it's not made in St. Louis. So here's the rest of my story. I'm thinking to myself, you know, I got... So, so how did it taste? Did it taste like it used to taste? <sighs> I have to be honest with you, you know, I don't know. I mean, I haven't had it in a long time, but I quite honestly, and I'm not trying to diss it, but it was disappointing. I mean, it was disappointing at best. I'm going like, uh, I don't know. It just was okay. It was fresh. You know, the problem with licorice is, you know, my mom used to always teach me how to do this. If you go to the store and you, you get the package and you bend it, if it bends really easy, it's fresh. If it's like, like you got to, you know, bend it with like a, you know, like a, a conduit bender, you know, then it's not so fresh, you know. Uh, anyway, it was disappointing. I'll put it that way. And quite honestly, I had about five or six pieces of it. And I thought to myself, not very good. You know, it was just really disappointing. Anyway. And you don't, you don't <laughs> think it was like that mind shift that it's not made in St. Louis, so therefore it's not as good as it used to be? I just think the formula's not the same, you know, because everybody changes stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, They back, do, don't they? Back in the day, they used all sorts of crazy things that, you know, you can't use that anymore. Like, you know, like red dye number five, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. You know, all this kind of stuff. So, here's the the less, the second part of the story. So, I'm walking along, and I'm, and I'm going through... And I'm going to go, I'm going like, I'm in Deerberg's. I'll just buy some soda because I don't have any more soda here at the radio station. So I go down the aisle and here's a big display for Vess soda. And there's a big sign that says, Vess, a big part of St. Louis. So I, you know, I'm thinking to myself, ah, eh, you know, they, they, they didn't have, they had six packs and things like that. I go like, I'm just going to buy a couple cans. So I bought a couple cans of my all-time favorite Vess soda, Vess cream soda. Okay. And it's got this sign talks about a St. Louis tradition. So I look at the can and what does the can say? 
manufactured by Refresco Beverages Incorporated, Tampa, Florida. Once again, another company that used to manufacture right here in St. Louis. And they're, they, it's now made in Tampa, Florida. And I don't know where the original place was, but I, the, the place I remember was over on, on um, Weldon Parkway in the Westport area, right off, of, uh, right off of Dorset. You know what I'm talking about? That's where their plant was. And local company. And you remember they used to have, remember when, when, when Dr. Pepper got really big? And they advertised Dr. Pepper. And Vess came out with Dr. Schnee. You know, it was Dr. Schnee, S-C-H-N-E-E. Because the I guy, thought it was a different name. No, Dr. Dr. Schnee. Because the, okay. the guy who owned the company, the Mr. Vess guy, was his name was Schneeberger. S-C-H-N-E-E-B-E-R-G-E-R. Schnee. So they called it, doc, it Dr. Schnee. Okay. And they used to be a local company. They used to do a lot of business with local radio stations. We used to advertise them all the time. You know, they advertised Vest Soto, you know, made right here in St. Louis. You know, and I can remember as a kid, if like, I remember that like we had a deal when I played, you know, baseball, Little League baseball. There was a deal where all the parents, they rotated through who was going to bring soda to the game. And the big thing was after the game, you got you went to somebody's car and they had a cooler in the back of their car. You know, all the everybody in the team got a soda. And I remember it was so cool when somebody had vest soda and everybody always went for the cream soda. That was like, man, if you got that vest cream soda, that was the best. And once again, I popped the top on the the vest cream soda. And it's like, eh, it's not the same. <laughs> it's just sort of disappointing. You know, it's like uh, it's not made here anymore. Remember. Seven Up used to be here in St. Louis. The headquarters yes, used to be right. Did. The headquarters were right in Clayton. I mean, and they yes. had a, they had a big plant right there at the corner of Page and 170. They're gone. Yes. Uh, Seven Up has been sold. I don't know how many times. Remember, Seven Up used to advertise. Remember, you know, the ho ho ho. It's the uncola. It's made from cola nuts. Those other sodas yes. are made from cola nuts. We use the unco. Remember that? Remember that guy? He did, and and they spent a ton of money advertising. So, did you make a man? Yes. When's the last? I loved him. When's the last time you heard or saw an ad for Seven Up? It's never. And the idea, I mean, not lately. And the idea being is, here's here's your task: go to a QT, go to a, you know a store today, and try to find Seven Up. You won't find it. It's really hard to find. They're so, using Sierra Mist, I think. Well, but they killed the product. And you know you know who owns 7-Up now? Who? Keurig. Who? Keurig. You know, the little cup coffee. The, cof- the cup the, coffee? Yeah, you know, like the, you know, put the Keurig Why cup. Why did they own 7-Up? The ca- they, it's been sold, I don't know how many times. Oh, Keurig, okay. Keurig owns 7-Up. They own Dr. Pepper. They own, uh, believe it or not, they own Snapple. Um, they own a bunch of different companies. Uh, but did you know, not know that. But once see it, another golden nugget walks away from BS in the morning. But hmm. but see once again, somebody bought that company and they trashed it. It was a big. I mean, they they their headquarters in Clayton. I can still tell you there. I think it's on. Uh, is it on Central or Merrimack? I can't remember. I mean, I will tell you an interesting story. This is back in the day when I used to spin what records. You know portable DJ stuff at like wedding receptions. We got the job, my friend and I, Jeff, uh, to do their Christmas party. This was the executives at the Christmas party. And we had to, we were told we had to wear a tuxedo. So Jeff and I both went and rented tuxedos to spin records at the 7-Up Christmas party. This is, you know, back in the day, way, way, long time ago. And it was and in the lobby of the 7-Up building. And it was this huge lobby. Uh, maybe it was, it might have been in like a, auditorium I, I can't remember it was a big room 
And I'm telling you, the women were like dressed like, you know, like, I mean, there wasn't a woman in that Two place. To the nines. There wasn't a woman in that place that probably had less than $10,000 worth of jewelry on her. You know, it was just like. You know, whoa. women dress for other women. Oh, not my God. Not necessarily for and, men. And the beautiful dresses and the men were all in, you know, fancy tuxedos and stuff like that. And they gave away Christmas presents. This was like a Christmas party. And the Christmas presents were like, depending upon which one you got, some of them, I can't remember exactly what they were, but one of the guys came over and told us that, and you got a, each of the husband and wife couples got a box. You got a, uh, and it was like, it had all sorts of stuff in it. And they said that each of the boxes had at least $10,000 worth of stuff in it. You know, that's just like at the Academy Awards and the Golden Globes. Right. It was like I'm going like, holy cow! You know, man, there's a lot of money in the soda business. You know, you're like, do I get a box? I'm the DJ. And then they got sold, and everybody got fired. <laughs> they closed down the headquarters in St. Louis and Clayton, and it disappeared. And you know, and the and and you know, once again, here was a local product that got trashed. They bought it just to kill it. You know, because once yeah. again, go to Quick Trip today. Here's my assignment for you. Go to a QT, any kind of place, and try to find 7-Up. You'll find all sorts of other so- store, you know, sodas. You'll find my favorite, Mountain Dew all over the place. Nothing wrong with that. Depending upon which store you go to, you might find, uh, you might find um, you know, um, Mellow Yellow, which is like one of my other favorites, but it's not as good as Mountain Dew. Or if you're out like in St. Charles County, Western St. Charles County, Franklin County, uh, Warren County, or even Lincoln County, you'll find Sundrop, Sundrop which is my one-time, all-time favorite. And once again, Sundrop, somebody told me the other day that that's been sold too. That used to be a privately owned company, a soda company. Now it's owned by, I don't know, General Mills or something like that. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, if you go to uh, that place that you keep telling us that's going to advertise or advertise with us that never does and you keep telling oh any day they're going to be on the air with us and you keep talking about them on the air you know that place called saccharin saccharin smoke you know what i'm talking about oh yeah <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> do you want me to say it no don't say it it's called the name of the place is a barbecue place it's called saccharin smoke <laughs> that's what it's called they have ski soda which is made it used to be made in breeze illinois Matter of fact, I, I drove by the plant one day by just by accident. I go, oh, my God, there's the, there's the ski plant. And matter of fact, if you go back, and ski used to be big in the South because one of the big country songs, the guy actually talks about, you know, going out on a Saturday night. Um, he's driving through town with a bottle of ski. And people were going like, people didn't know what that reference was. going like, what's ski? It's soda. It's really good. But it's not as good as Mountain Dew. Not- so, you know the place that we... Sh- that shall not be named. Right. Saccharin, they have saccharin the smoke. best Coke cherry. Well, that, it's it's cherry Coke. It's made. It's, it's delicious. It's made by that company. It's made by the by the ski company in Breeze. I'm pretty pretty sure it is. I mean, it's 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 the best cherry soda I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, saccharin smoke. It's it's a great place to eat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever, Brad. <laughs> you got to admit that is you, that I I got your attention with that saccharin smoke because see the running joke is Shelley would always say sometimes on the oh I talked to so and so at saccharin smoke and they're just about ready to spend a lot of money with us advertising the station. Oh great, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. And then they spend a penny with us. Another company, we're a local company. We only do business with local companies, but yet where are they at? They're on. WIL, which is owned by a company in, in Minneapolis. They're on, you know, iHeart, which is owned by a New York City company. And they're on, they're on uh, you know, Odyssey, which is owned by a company out of Philadelphia. Yeah, do business with those local companies. Yep. Yeah. Guys, great idea, bad performance. You know, 
idea was good. <laughs> you know, the performance was was You're so bad. Was lacking. Seven twenty seven. Westplex one oh seven point one. It is BS in the morning, seven thirty three. I'm Shelly, she's Brad. Web address for the radio station is Westplex one zero seven one dot com. And the morning show is BS in the morning dot show. Shelly? Brad. Do you have anybody who's like um goes off the deep end a little bit about things? Yeah, me. <laughs> and I'm not making fun of religious people, but sometimes religious people go a little bit crazy nuts over weird stuff that really doesn't matter much. They do, yes. You know what the newest thing is? No. There are very religious people, and I'm not making fun of them. I'm just stating a fact that saying that we have to not go see a movie because it's about something bad. And you know what the movie is? No. Cruella. I've been, I, I'm familiar with Cruella. Okay, but here's what's interesting, and I've never picked this up before. Cruella, Cruella de Vil. Remember this song? Cruella de Vil, Cruella yes. de Vil. If she doesn't get you, no, or whatever this song, stupid song is, okay? This is what a super, super, super duper Christian lady said, that you should not go see that movie because if you look at DeVille, Take the spacing and the capitalization out of it. What do you get? Deville. Devil. That's not right. Yes, it is. It's Cruella. Deville is is spelled with two L's. Her name is not. If you look it up, and that's I'm going like, well, that's I said the same thing. Well, it's two L's. No, it's not. It's D E small D. Small, small D-E, and then space, V, capital V-I-L. Look it up. That's the way it is. I just looked it up a couple minutes ago. As a matter of fact, oh, he, that's interesting. it's on Wikipedia. And here it is, Cruella. It's on Wikipedia already? No, no. The, Cruellaville is a fictional character in English author Dodie Smith's 1956 novel, The 101 Dalmatians, a pampered and glamorous London heiress. Uh, she appears in Walt Disney's production, 17 animated feature, 101 Dalmatians, blah, 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 blah. Okay, and it's spelled... Cruella is C-R-U-E-L-L-A, and then small d-e, and then capital V-I-L. So this woman is saying that it's the devil. It's Cruella. Well, she is kind of heinous. Well, she's not a nice person. She could be the devil. But the idea being is this is devil worship. You shouldn't be going in the movies to worship a devil because she's the devil. And her name's right there. Cruella, devil. Not Deville, devil. I'm going like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but you know what's interesting is until until this was brought to my attention, I never realized that. Uh-uh, I you didn't know, either. D-E-V-I-L, it's devil. It's one of those things where it's in plain sight, but you can't see it. You know what I mean? It's right there in front of you, and you never see it. You know? It's one of those things like you talk to somebody, and you know, like sometimes I'll say, hey, Shelly, you ever been to the Walmart right there in 364? Oh, no, where is it? It's right there at 364 and, 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 um, and Harvester. Oh, I drive by it every day. I've never noticed it before. How can you miss it? It's this great big monstrous building. Oh, I never saw it before. I yeah, it's saw on it. Jungerman. Excuse That's me, probably Jungerman. why she never saw it. Well, it's between, it's between Harvester and Jungerman. Yeah, you're right. It's on Jungerman right there. But you know what I mean? I mean, I guess I'm amazed at people like that. That like I'll, I notice all sorts of weird stuff. And I'm not trying to tell you I'm better than anybody else. In a lot of cases, I'm worse than most people. But I notice weird stuff. And I'll say, you know, did you ever notice this? People go, I don't know what you're talking about. I go, it's right there in a corner. You know, oh, I never saw it before. Okay, there it is. Once again, this is one of these things. Corella, devil.
right there. Anyway, the Christian people are saying we shouldn't go see this movie because it's really about the devil. It's so devil are they worship. boycotting it? Uh, who knows? You know, I mean, you know, once again, I, I'm I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Libertarian. You know, I'm going to the point where like, hey, for up to me, you know, get rid of all the drug laws. You know, just here, here's my deal. If I, if I were in charge, if I were the ruler of the country, I'd go, okay, we're not going to have any more drug laws anymore. But here's the thing. Like in Illinois, in order to buy a firearm, you got to have a, what they call a FOID, a firearm identification card, which is sort of a backdoor way of not letting you buy a gun because you can't buy a gun unless you have the ID card, you know, which is, once again, you, you, don't, you don't need anything to go vote in Illinois, but you need a card to go get a gun in Illinois, okay? But they should be a drug ID card. And, you, and if you want to take cocaine, you want to take heroin, you fine. You just go to, like, the local, you know, government office. You get your drug ID card. And just like like the medical marijuana card, you know, same kind of thing. And but when you sign up for it, you have to put on there that, you know, you have to check the boxes. Okay, I agree that if I overdose and the fire department, you know, the paramedics show up and uh, that they won't will not will not resuscitate. You know, in other words, if I'm if I'm ODing, they're just gonna let me die. Okay, fine. He, he's got his drug ID card. We're just gonna let him die. You know, and that uh, that if I create if I cause any injury to anybody injury or death uh when i'm driving you know uh impaired by drugs that that's immediate incarceration for the rest of your life that's immediate you know death sentence or you know or, or you know life sentence in pr- prison and that uh, you know that and just take taxes out of it you know make it like you know they're bragging like in colorado colorado's making so much money off selling marijuana they don't know what to do with it because the tax is like 33 percent if you buy, you know, if you buy marijuana, you know, the, the state gets like, if you buy a dollar's worth of marijuana, it's a buck 33 and, you, and 33 cents of a, every dollar goes to the, the government. You know, do the same thing with everything, you know, and then what'll happen? There won't be any cartels sneaking drugs across the Mexican border because, because here's what they have. Like, it'd be like a price war. You know, like, you know what Gas Buddy is? I do because you told me about it. Right. It's an app I use on my phone to find out where the cheapest gas is. You could have a new app called Drug Buddy. You know, and you go in there and go, hey, hey, where's the closest place I can buy heroin? Oh, okay, down the street. You know, and, and the Mexican guys, oh, we can't make any money anymore because there's Americans that are selling them the heroin so cheap. We can't make any money anymore. So we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, so the drug cartels would disappear. There wouldn't be any coyotes coming across the border, stuff like that. You know, everything would be great. Yeah, that's. Um, you don't like my idea? Demolition man. <laughs> you don't like my and... idea? <laughs> No, <laughs> and, <laughs> that's you know, not going to happen. What's going to happen? Prostitution, same thing. Just legalize it. You know, eh, you know, you know. It's not an issue in in uh, Vegas. Well, they have legal, you know, legal brothels in 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 Nevada. They do. Yeah, you know. But once again, okay, think about it. If you're of a certain age and you were born in Missouri, I am a woman of a certain age. Okay. Go on. And someone said to you when you were 16, and let, let's say you went to a fortune teller. You went to a fortune teller when you were 16. And the fortune teller, and you said to the fortune teller, tell me about what life is going to be like in Missouri in 2021. And she's going to say, well, you can go to casinos and they'll be on the river, but they won't really be. There'll be fake casinos that are on the river, but they're not. There's like water underneath them. And you can go buy lottery tickets. And you can buy medical marijuana, and soon you can buy regular marijuana. And you'd go like, in Missouri, I'm going to be able. I'm going to be able to do that. No way. Missouri's conservative. This is the Bible Belt. 
I can't do any of that kind of stuff. Oh, in 2021, you'll be able to do all these things. It'll be crazy. Whatever you want to do, you know? You want to go. You won't have any statues. Right, you won't there, have any. Yeah, all the, sta- um, all, all the it, It'll be a. Right, the Civil War. You know that Civil War? Well, we really didn't fight that Civil War. And we're going to take down all the statues. And, and <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, that guy that you and learned. And so, therefore, it didn't happen. That guy you learned about in, in school that discovered the United States, he really didn't. And we're going to take down all the Christopher Columbus statues. You're going to go like, mm-hmm. oh, whoa, 2021? I don't know if, you know, it's like sort of like back to the future. I don't know if I want to do these kind of things. Maybe I. I don't want to go to the future. Maybe I just want to stay 16 the rest of my life. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not going to work. Yeah, I won't go to a fortune teller because I don't want to know what my, what fate, you know, is in store for me. I already know. Uh-huh. I know how I'm going to die. How is that, Brad? I know what year I'm going to die. I'm going to be 94 years old. I'm going to be shot in the back by a jealous husband as I climb out a bedroom window. Shot in the butt? Shot in the back. Oh. Guy's going to get me. As I climb out a window because I've been cavorting with his wife. So that's how I'm going to die. In your dream, <laughs> Mike Monkey. 743. Westplex 107.1. Going to leave the door open. <laughs> so great li- lyrics in that song. Have you listened to it real closely? I I, I haven't because I'm just in, I'm enthralled by <laughs> this song because it just reminds me of the temptation temptations and a more simpler time it's got that, i like those it's songs. got that 70s motown slow song love so, love song vibe to it it's that's bruno mars and anderson dot pake that's that's what he's changed his name to dot p-a-a-k pake pack whatever you want to call it i don't really know but how do you put a dot in there anyway the, okay the one for the one chorus in there i'm going like okay i think i know what he's saying and it was funny because now that I read the real lyrics, it's not funny anymore. He says, ooh, you're so sweet. I won't bite unless you like. And if you're hungry, girl, I got, and it sounds like he says, I got lays. Like, he says the lays. Potato chips. Right. But that's not what the official lyrics claim. They say, it says, I got fillets. It sounds like he's saying, I got the lays. Like, lays potato chips. I think myself, that's funny. You know, if you listen to the whole song, the lyrics are about, you know, it starts out like, here's the, here's the very first chorus. Um, ta, 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 ta. Uh, where you at? Oh, you got plans. Don't say that. I'm sipping wine. I look too good. My house clean. My pool warm. My just shaved like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east wing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I ain't playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from my heart. So if you're trying, uh, going to try and lay in these arms, I'm leave the door open, blah, 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 blah. And then the other ones, oh, oh, you're so sweet, so, so tight. I won't bite unless you like. And if you're hungry, girl, I got fillets. Oh, baby, don't keep me waiting. I'm talking kissing, cuddling, rose petals in the bathtub. Man, I should write songs. I can write stuff like that. <laughs> You should, you should write songs. I think you should do a biography myself. I would write. Me. I would write Disco Duck. That would be the song I would write. <laughs> that's the song I would write. Disco. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. I saw some. What? I saw something yesterday in our tra- trade publication, in in Inside Radio. It's, they talked about O O H advertising, and I'm going like, okay. I know what OTT is, what they call over-the-top advertising, which is another whole thing. This is OOH. And quite honestly, 
I've never heard of OOH. And the reason this was in our trade publication was that it talked about that Cumulus, one of the, the, the second largest radio company in the country, just signed an agreement with this company for OOH advertising. And one of the advertising things they're going to use is Uber Car Top. I thought to myself, I have no idea what Uber Car Top is. Have you ever heard of this before? And more no. importantly, have you ever seen it before? Do you know what Uber Car Top is? No, I don't. I felt like the dumbest guy in the world when I read this. I think to myself, I guess I just don't know what's going on anymore because you're talking about Uber Car Top. And I go, I have no idea what Uber Car Top is. Okay, I know what Uber is. You know, you get the app and you say, you know, you say you want to go from the airport to downtown St. Louis and the guy comes, picks you up and drives you. Okay, Uber Car Top is where the guy puts a digital display on the roof of his car and runs ads. Have you ever seen anybody like this before? I can see why that would. I mean, it, it makes sense. Uber car top. But have you ever seen? Because that's what they did with the taxi cabs. Well, but but have but once again, have you seen in St. Louis anybody driving around with a digital display advertising? You know, like like a like you know like a big screen TD, TV. And, and I looked at the picture and I go like, okay, I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. So I go to the picture and look at. Sure enough, it's a guy in a car, an Uber guy in a car, and it's like sort of like a sign, like when the, you know, like when they deliver for like. Jimmy John's or, or Pizza Hut or, 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 or uh, um, you know, like uh, Domino's, the guys put that, like, that lit up logo on the roof of their car. It's got a big, big battery. I mean, a big, it's got a battery and it's got a, got a magnet sticks stick to the top of their car. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. This, I is, do. What, this is what Uber Car Top is. And it's got, it's got digital messages on it. It's like advertising. I'm going, like, I've never seen that before. And once again, here's this company. It's like, oh, I'm going like, okay, first off, I've never seen it before. Second off, how's that going to work? How is somebody going to stick a digital display board on the roof of their car? And how's it going to stay? You know, if you and, and the picture I saw, we're not talking like a little tiny, like we're talking like a sign that's like, you know, like, like let's say if you've got like a big monitor for your computer, like let's say like a 25-inch monitor, we're talking something bigger than that. And it's got two sides. It's on the roof of their car. I'm going like, how's that going to stay? How are they going to drive down the highway with that thing on the top of their car? But I'm going like, and they're going, oh, this is going to be the future. Uber car top. And I'm going like, A, I've never seen it. B, I don't know how it's going to work. And C, who the hell's going to do it? If you're an Uber driver, and I guess they pay you to, for that if you're like an of Uber person. Of course they do. They but, pay you a lot of money for that. But no, 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 no. I mean, but once again, and see, the crazy thing is if I go to the bank, and I show that, you know, that radio stations last year made a profit. And the bank, well, the bank's going to say, well, we don't know about lending you any money. Oh, you know, you, you didn't make as big a profit as we'd like to. And yet Uber, every year, they lose billions of dollars. Literally lose billions of dollars. Uber has never, ever, 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 ever made a profit. And yet there's banks falling over themselves to lend money. Hey, you want $10 million? Just sign here, Uber. Yeah, sign right here. Yes. Hey, little Brad, with your crappy radio stations, you want 100 bucks for a new, for a new capacitor for your transmitter? So sorry, Brad. We can't lend you a hundred bucks, even though you made money last year. But Uber, you know, we can lend you ten million dollars because you only lost two billion dollars last year. Get what I'm saying? <laughs> Did they get money? <laughs> oh God, they get money all the time. People can't. People can't put enough money into Uber. It's like people can't throw their money into Uber quick enough. It's like, oh my God, Uber, Uber. We got to spend. You know. You know. I mean, they they stand on street corners. 
and little old ladies come by. Hey, you know, hey, Uber, we're Uber. We lost $10 billion last year. Lady says, oh, my God, good, Sonny. I've got $100,000 in the bank. You can have it all. You think that's really how that goes? <laughs> I've seen it happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so it's 7.57, and we have to give a shout-out to our sponsors for BS in the Morning Show. And it's not Uber. We have Jeff Lang with <laughs> JeffLang.com, powered by American Family Insurance. We have Caleb Hunter with Salt River Automotive and, of course, um, Extreme Electrical. We have Scott Ellinger with the Brass Roll Steakhouse. Fabulous food. Love their coconut shrimp. And we have Angie Harness with Angie Harness Consulting. Senior, she's a senior specialist, and she's powered by Keller Williams and Chesterfield. Guys, thanks so much. Okay, that's going to do it. we got to get out of here because otherwise the computer is going to kick us out anyway. We're on the computerized schedule, which we can't change anymore, which I don't understand, but that's all. Which I story. hate being on the schedule. Okay, we're out of here. Talk to you Monday. Have a great week, everybody. Peace.